Hello and welcome to Ponder Well. It's great to have you. My name is Jillian Edwards and this podcast is a place to simply practice remembering what's true about God and what's true about us. Each episode is short and sweet and is an invitation to fill our hearts and minds with truth in the middle of our day-to-day lives. Before we begin, it is an honor to share with you that this season of Ponder Well is sponsored by Show Hope. Whether you or someone you know are beginning the adoption process or are interested in learning more about what's involved, there is a super helpful, super straightforward website powered by Show Hope. It's called howtoadopt.org. This is the perfect place to find answers, insight, and guidance for the journey ahead. Okay, so today we are jumping into the first aspect listed in Galatians 5 of the fruit of the Spirit, which is love. Let's start by zooming out a bit on the passage. I'm going to read to you Galatians 5, starting with verse 13, and I'm going to go through 18. It's titled Life by the Spirit. For context, this is Paul's letter to the church in Galatia. Listen to how many times he says the word love. Starting at verse 13, he says this. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And then in the next few verses, Paul very specifically points out the fruit of the flesh, contrasting to the fruit of the spirit. He points out all sorts of impurity, idolatry, selfish ambition. There's a large list. Eventually down to verses 22 and 23, we arrive upon the stark opposite of the ways of this world. He says this, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Obviously, there is a lot we could say about love. There's no way we can spend these few minutes covering it all. But as we turn our thoughts toward God, knowing that the fruit of His Spirit, the evidence that, in a sense, God has been somewhere, the evidence is love. We just read here in Paul's words that the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. The message version of this passage talks about love like this. It says, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. 
for everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. What do you have going on today? Who will you see? Who will you interact with? If we know God, if we allow his love to interact with us truly, if we're aware of it, how might we serve people around us today with that same interaction of love? What might we believe truly about every single person we come across today? May God give you and I holy instincts today in conversation, in what we think of as mundane moments. May we lean toward love as we go through the motions of our lives today. May we perk our ears up to ways we can serve, however small. Do you know how naturally it comes to me to serve myself, to love myself, to feed myself, to pay attention to what I want, and to basically pursue whatever that is? This command to love my neighbor as myself, how might I pursue serving the people in my life with the same attention and intensity and ease and consistency that I serve myself. May the God who is love himself increase in me so that I am able in his strength to love others as I love myself. May our eyes be open today. No doubt there are countless opportunities to show love to your coworker, to your mom, to your actual neighbor, to your roommate, to your spouse to your friend, to your kid, to someone you don't consider a friend, to someone you don't know very well. May our hearts perk up today to ways we can serve in love. May we actually find ourselves thinking the actual thought, in what way could I serve this person right this second? It might be a little extra grace. It might be kind eye contact It might be to shift the conversation in a way you think they might appreciate. It might be to let someone off the hook. It might be to silently pray for them. It might be a text message. Mother Teresa said this, quote, There are no great acts, only small acts done with great love. End quote. Maybe find something small today. Find a small way to serve someone in love. And before we do, may we first dwell on the love God gives abundantly to you and I. A love that says, you are precious. You are made with purpose. You are worthwhile. I'm not sure that we can say these things with our actions truly to others until we receive them truly for ourselves from God. I'm always caught in a slow, pausing way when we take the Lord's Supper at the church we attend. We take the bread and the wine and we look each other in the eye and we repeat these words. I will love and be loved. Today, may we do the same. May we take the love God freely gives us and give it away again. May you and I today love and be loved. The fruit of the Spirit is love. 
Thanks for listening, and I hope today's episode has steered your train of thought even the slightest bit towards surrender and away from striving. I want to invite you to subscribe and leave a review if you'd like to help other people find this podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram at Ponderwell Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Jillian Edwards, and I will talk to you soon.